Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. Will you stand up on your feet? We're going to sing together. Lift our voice to the Lord. Come on, sing. I search the Treasures of faith are never enough, and you came along and put me back together. Now every desire is now satisfied. Hearing your love, when you sing it. Yeah. 
morning. Lord, thank you that you sit on your throne, God, that we can look over and we can see chaos. We can see highs and lows and in-betweens, God, and you are consistent. You are strong. You are our king. Lord, we love you. You are exalted and worshiped in this place. You are the priority, Jesus, in your name. Amen. You guys can have a seat. Good to be with you. Good to be with you online. I'm thankful for today. You know, when you when you got a what was it, a blizzard like two weeks ago? And then you got like, you know, we're riding the wave here in spring in Pittsburgh, but it's a, it's a good day to be alive. Amen. Can we thank God for another day of life and just thank him? Yep. Glad you guys are here. If you're new with us and you're our guest this morning, well, I just want to say thank you. You know, thanks for being here. If you uh, would just stop by the Welcome Center, they want to they want to just connect with you. These are wonderful people at the Welcome Center, faithfully serve every week, and they would love to just give you something by just saying thanks for being our guest this morning. If you're online, let Elena know, and she'll connect with you online. We're glad, we're thankful for our online family. We thank God for those that are joining us online. I just want to share with you our mission here at Crossroads is to bring people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why we exist. That's why we do what we do. So we're thankful for that mission that is out in front of us as we look at all areas of ministry, all areas of what God is giving us the opportunity to do. That's at the forefront. To see people connect with Jesus and grow in him and then to take that message and bring it to those who need it, which is everybody. And so that's our mission, and I want to share with you that we got a few things I want to share. Uh, just one is that we have our foundations class, which Wade Baker, our, uh, one of our illustrious uh, deacons, is teaching that class. And so he uh, teaches it during the 9:30. So that's been running for a couple weeks now. But if that is you, to, you know, if those who are looking to develop that, you know, build that strong foundation. You know, anything about a foundation in a house, you got to have a strong one. And so as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we need that strong foundation. And so you don't need to sign up. You can just jump into that class uh, during the 930 service and, and that's obviously you can jump in next weekend but uh yeah that's going to be it's, it's it's rolling really well and wade's looking forward to continuing just to see how god uses that class uh so god uh, god's doing awesome things in that class and so we're thanking him for that also child dedications are happening on may 9th and so if you'd like to dedicate your child you can go on to the front page of our website and there's a little form just letting us know uh which service uh, you would like to dedicate your child and so we have about six families that are going to dedicate their children. Can we thank God for that? Six families is wonderful. You know, these are these are families that are, I was just talking to a few of them, and they're kind of like, we're not 100% sure what we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Do we have to talk? That's usually what everybody asks. Do we have to talk on stage? And no, uh, you don't. Uh, you're just going to be on stage, and, and Pastor Ken is just going to pray over you, read some scripture. And so we're going we're gonna to surround these families in prayer and in love as they raise their children to know and follow Jesus. And so it's, it's the church. Listen, this is the next generation. We're raising them up. We've got to teach them to take that baton of the gospel and keep passing it on. We've got to teach the next generation to, to share the gospel, to keep that mission going. So we're looking forward to that on May 9th. So God's good. Isn't he? Can we, yeah, can we thank God for how good he is. He's wonderful. Would you guys pray with me as we continue on? Lord, uh, thank, you for this, uh, thank you for this time we have to worship you. Lord, we thank you for the faithfulness of your people and giving, Lord. Uh, it's, God, it's just, one thing to, um, it's just one thing to get up in the morning, Lord, and to just keep going. But, God, to give it to you, to, to meet with you, to be attached to you, God. You are the vine and we're the branches, Lord. And just like we've been hearing 
over and over, Lord, this morning and last night, Lord, we have to be connected to you. Lord, there's so much joy in knowing you. And not just a smile or happiness, God, but like true joy that like we may not even be able to explain how we can be as Christians to see hope and to see life in the middle of chaos. And so, Lord, thank you for that, which we have in you, Lord, true life, true joy. And so, Lord, as we uh, give of our finances, Lord, uh, many have given online, Lord, many give here in the building, Lord. Thank you for their faithfulness. And, Lord, we trust you with these finances, these resources, Lord, we give them to you, to your mission. Lord, as we continue in worship and in song, Lord, I pray that we would just recognize, Lord, who you are in our lives, Lord. You, you are God over all. You are the priority. You are, you are so majestic and so big, and yet, God, you are close. You are with us. God, Emmanuel, you are God with us. Lord, we love you. Thank you for being here with us right now. In Jesus' name.
What a, what a wonderful morning this morning. Amen? God's been so good to us. Yes. This morning we're thrilled to have with us Daniel and Anita Gonzalez from Ecuador. Would you please welcome Daniel and Anita Gonzalez. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Uh, these are these are our friends. We're so happy for uh, the time that we've had with them. They they're in town for just a few weeks, and uh, they're getting some respite. They have a daughter that lives over in Cedarville, Ohio, and so they are uh, enjoying a little bit of time down. This was not an easy year for them, so uh, as it has been for none of us. But uh, I want I just want to encourage you today with uh, the ministry of Daniel and Anita Gonzalez. So we are going to show, first of all, before we get into this this morning, we're going to share with you a video that they have made because uh, I want you to know that these are on our Bart to Get to Jesus, uh, these folks here. And when you support them, you don't just support them. Um, They have a whole team of people that they take this to. And they have about how many families are on your team? Seven. Seven families, okay? So that's seven husbands, wives, kids, children, all kinds. So how many people total is that? A lot. Yeah. Yeah, don't even try it in Spanish. It's a lot. So we have also single people. Yeah. So, so you have some single missionaries, some people with families. There's a number of them there. And so when you give, you're, you're helping them and not just the Gonzalez family. You're helping the whole family. I want you to see some of their pictures here and a little bit of the ministry that they do.
que yo hoy quiero lanzar una campaña global. Es más letal. ¿no? ¿Quién es Jesús para ti? Nunca Mi Dios. Nunca Mi Dios. Y todo. Y así demuestra Dios su amor por murió por nosotros. So Daniel and Anita have this ministry of Word of Life in uh, of Ecuador, Palabra de Vida mm -hmm. of Ecuador. And so it's a ministry that is to teenagers, and they re they're trying to reach the youth of, of Ecuador. So God has used them mightily, and they've been there. How long have you been there? 30 years? Yes, sir. 30 years. Uh, they look pretty good for being in ministry 30 years, don't they? They look... This, this is good. This must be the jacket. Okay, yeah, so he looks good. He likes. He just. He loves the. When he comes here, he likes to get a jacket all the time. So, um, uh, so we're, we're thrilled for what God's done in their life and what, what has happened here. But I want to share this with you. Um, we started this relationship 10 years ago. Actually, it was 11 years ago, to be honest. So, 11 years ago, I looked at the photos, um, and probably just a little bit before that, I remember he came into the church, and he, his his English. You know, he he, he speaks. I call it Spanglish, Spanglish, right? It's, it's half English, half Spanish. And so, so uh, when I go to Ecuador, he interprets for me. And when uh, he comes here, I interpret for him, okay? So this, we, we do this, in, but he's a much better interpreter than I am. So, uh, so today, as, uh, as we share, you're going to hear a little bit of this. But what happened was um, he came in, he prayed. And I'll never forget when he prayed at the end of the service, I said, how he prayed, that's the kind of guy I want to hang out with. I want to hang out with people that are knowing God, like he was in touch with God. So I said, all right, I'm, he left, and I sent him an email, and I said, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna get to get, get to know you and, and come to Ecuador. So he lives in, in Quito, the big city, and he says, hey, listen, uh, why don't you come, and I will take you to the jungle where they killed five missionaries. Yeah, yeah, we want to go there. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to go there. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, so so I I conned Mark Slagle into it. I said, hey Mark, you know he wants us to go where they're killing people. You want to come with me? And uh, so Mark, I, I talked to Mark a lot about it, and then uh, me and Mark we just said, okay, we'll go. And and you know Mark's like, I don't even remember this guy. You know who is this guy? And and so so uh, so we end up going. We we get down there. We get off the plane in Quito. We spend one night. Actually, we spent five hours. And then he comes into my room, brothers, time to get up. Yeah, like four in the morning, and we had to drive five hours, and we get on this little plane. Check out the little plane there. Um, they put us in that little plane. Now, I want you to think about me and Mark and this guy in that plane. We don't know the planes have a capacity for uh, 750 pounds. When I promise, no problem, don't bring nothing. I have the food, everything, water. When we arrive the runway, say, no, only you. No luggage, no water, no food. Yeah, we get on the scale, and they're like, you know, this plane has a weight limit. I'm like, ah, no problem. But I didn't realize it was, look at that plane. Like, you know, look, that's Danny. Look how young he was. He was just a young guy. And look at how serious Mark is. Like, this is before takeoff. Mark is just like. He's giving you that tough guy look, but uh, I know what was really going on. He was trying to keep me calm is what he was doing. And, uh, and so, uh, so we take off and we go into the jungle. But what they said was we got on the scale and they added up and they said, well, the three of you is too much weight, so um, here's, your, here's your water for three days. You can't take that. 
here's your food for a couple of days. You know, he's trying to be very good to the Americans and make sure that we were taken care of. No, you can't take that. Here's your Bible. You can't even take that. As a matter of fact, here's your clothes. You can't take that. And so I went in with one pair of clothes, and, and, uh, and we wrung them out every three hours. It was so hot in there. And look at this picture, the aerial view going into the jungle there. It, it, was, it was unbelievable. Um, speak to our time uh, They don't eat nothing during this day. I think have a very spiritual experience to fast. Yeah, we were fasting. But I was thinking, well, they, maybe they had something in the, They got something, you know, chips or something. But Chief. finally, I arrived to the conclusion they have, they was drinking a special juice these days. They survived three days, no food, with this juice. Mark, Mark Slagle had this miracle juice. You know, I say, hey, Barry, it was, it was going to change your life. And so we were living off of that for three days. You know, they said, hey, do you want to eat this uh, monkey? And I was like, no, no monkey. Sahina, you know. And so, listen, before we went, they would, uh, I, I was researching, like, this place where they, they would kill people. And, and it was like, you know, they would shrink their heads and, the, the, you know, like they take their skulls and they shrink them. And I remember I told my wife, I said, honey, I may never see you again. This guy is going to take me into the jungle and I'm going to, I'm going to live for God. And she's like, will you stop it, you know? But uh, it, it was really, it was really a, a good, good, memorable time. And, uh, you know, he, he took us in. They had like a little lean-to there. Um, actually, I think I have a picture of the first convert from that tribe after the missionaries. This was Dayume. Um, after the five missionaries were killed there, their wives went back in to tell them about Jesus. And this is the first lady that came to Christ. And that was like 50 years ago. But uh, we got to meet her, and our cabin was right next to hers. And I'll tell you what, I just felt like, man, here's the, she kept living in the jungle. And they made movies about her and everything. She's, her story's known, uh, uh, the uh, Jim, Jim Elliott. It's the Jim Elliott story. They made movies about it. And so we got to actually be in there. And it was a real privilege to, to be with these guys. But they had a, there was kind of like, I call it a lean-to, a cabin. And, uh, and you know, we get in there. And so they had an air mattress. And then they had a tent. And so I had my tent. Mark had his tent. Dan had his tent. Yeah. I don't have the tent there. But anyhow, we, we had the tents. And so I zipped it up at night. And then uh, just one problem, the, the air mattress, they had these bugs that, Eight holes in the air mattress. Yeah, yeah. So, so every three hours, what did you hear? Yeah, yeah. I'm out there trying to blow the mattress up all night long. Every half hour, I'm like I can't sleep, you know. And One night was a very big storm. You remember the yeah, storm? Yeah, pull up, pull up. The storm was coming in the jungle. The storm. You came to listen. When I arrived here, you came to walk, talk. The, the, it's a metal roof. They was walking around. I listened because they were big, what do you say, for... Thunder and lightning, big thunder and lightning. It was, it was crazy. Mark and I were wondering if we were going to get out alive. It was, uh, it was, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Was... And then tell them about the, the, uh, the spider. Ah, the spider. One day, one day we was eating and... We saw in, in the in the roof a big tarantula, and after that bigger than my hand, bigger yeah, than my hand. Hey, we was eating everybody, <laughs> but the tarantula don't move, don't move. She was there for three days. After that, we called a guy in the jungle, uh, in the village. Said, "Can you take out?" He said, 
Why? He don't, it's not problem. No, don't bite. No, it's not poison. It was real. But finally, because she eat the insect, it's good for the for yeah. the cabin. <laughs> but we can to share with her. We take out. Tell them where else you found the spider. Uh, another place. Well, we have the photo. The bathroom, please. <laughs> if Pastor Ken was there in the throne. Throne? On the throne. And the door was closed, no? And he, he saw another tarantula <laughs> in the room. He shared the story. I came, I feel him, you know. What do you do? You stay there, you... You yeah. know what yeah. is the first? Yeah. I was running in the woods for the rest of the time, <laughs> yeah. no more. So, uh, so, so this created a bond. Absolutely. After you know? that, we when he's your partners, way out of partners. the jungle, that's the family, right? We are partners. Yeah, yeah. we're partners. Yeah. We, we become partners. And then we started to take groups. Talk about the groups we used to take. Yeah, was it good? Because now I can to see when I come in again. I I can to see the kids. They, they these day when they come in was a children, almost children, teenagers. And now we have some of these teenagers are married, another become married, and uh, we, we have a privilege. We, we feel with this privilege to be part with this generation, challenge them to the gospel, and also uh, we build a relation uh, for us. is very enriched my life because we come in here and we feel in my home. I feel in my home and the families here, the Mark and the Fords, and many of you, we, we share like my family, my real family. I don't speak very well the language, but the love is not need language. No? And we, we have a relation, and this is only by God. Amen. It's, uh, it's, so we, uh, we were going to go again last year. We tried to go every two to three years. And uh, we've had more than 60 people from the church go be a part of this. How many, raise your hand if you were in a, on a missions trip to Ecuador, okay? So we have a few of you here today, all right, a few of you around. Um, so we, we were going to go again last summer, but last summer, uh, as you know, the uh, pandemic came out. I was so happy. I had like 20 people ready to go. And then I'm like, hey, guys, you won't believe it. The plane, the, the price has just dropped in half. And I bought 20 tickets at half price. And then the whole world shut down that Friday. And then I had to get refunded a month later. And uh, it was, it was an, you know, just a crazy time. But uh, would you share with us what has happened? I know the pandemic has been hard here. It's been a, it's been pandem- uh, pandemic has made a lot of mental harm to us. We're all worn out. We're tired. We're fatigued. Um, but um, tell us what happened in Ecuador. You're, you're a camping ministry, so you go out and you, you work with young people. You have groups of people together. There's a lot of things that happen that you're actually with people. And then pandemic came. They shut the world down in Ecuador. Tell us what happened in Ecuador in general and what did you do in ministry? Yeah, I am very impressed here because you have more freedom here. You, you have in the meeting. In Ecuador, first of all, the first month was closed, completely closed for three months. Nobody came to move. Yes, uh, for, for a while you, you have uh, restrictions, especially at night after, after 20, uh, 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. was closed. Nobody came to be outside. And after that was better, but the, they are looking now the, how many people have the corona. And they are looking at the hospitals. Is the hospital going to be full 
they need to make restrictions because they don't have a, too much vaccines. They don't have a, a way to, to stop the people because the, there are many people more and more coming to the hospital if there are no space for, for everybody, especially the special cares. You know, the, 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 the intensive care. Intensive so care. they have limited intensive care units, so it's hard to, to, uh, to continue and get good health care down in Ecuador. So um, the people were, the one city, Guayaquil? Guayaquil was almost complicated. And during this day, the first time we were alive, uh, we start to, you know, first week we was there and we was praying and say, well, now we, we can't to do because we stay here, we can't to move, we can't to have camps. Our camp was closed. The students, to the discipleship training was leaving because everybody was their homes to, to wait to the pandemic. And we say, okay, we can't to do nothing. We stayed right there. One night, I was in my bed, and the God was you know, uh, moving, and my heart said, no. In the last before to this night, uh, I was watching the news. I was looking the, in Guayaquil. They put the bodies, the people in the boxes outside the house waiting for them because the funeral cemetery all was almost... Close and no working good, and yeah, we have a, one of the our missionaries, uh, Guadalupe. Her her mother died, and she was she was living with her, no, a small apartment. And I called her, where are you? I am here with my partner. I say, where well, your partner? Was with your mom? She was dying in the box in the house. She was waiting three days to come in for the body. Without resources to, you know, I don't know. Uh, here they put uh, something in the bodies. Yeah, embalming, they don't embalm very but well. They don't have this, they put cal. Cal is like a white cement. I don't know the name, but. Lime. They put this. I say, oh, Guadalupe, I was praying and crying for them. After that, I, see, I was in my bed, I say, God, God. He, God put something in my heart, he say, Tell the people we had the antidote, the antidote for the sin is Jesus. You need to share. So he's saying the antidote, tell the people we have the antidote for the greatest virus ever, sin. And next day we put together the team and say, okay, guys, we need to do something because we are on vacation. The people is dying. We need to move. And I say, okay, we don't have cameras. We don't have an Amos much resources. We have a couple microphones. We have phones. Good phone. Apple. <laughs> have a good cameras. Through this camera, yeah, this is Lego phone. phone. And through these phones, we transmit and we start to make a, a, a channel. <laughs> yes, what's the channel? Because we make a waterlight channel in the dining room. Some of you, you know, we put black, we cover all the windows. They made a studio. They made yeah. a studio. Uh, and they po- put green screen up. Uh, Pocho, one of in our team, make a, not made, like that. Made, but out of boxes, boxes with the, with the paper. You uh, see a lighting. picture of it, it's yeah. pretty. Lighting, but it works good. Homemade. And we had three studios different. We started the first program. 
And little by little, we started, hey, this is work. Many people is coming. And then we, we, we developed three programs. First Monday was a Bible, because what I is teaching the Bible. Uh, Wednesday is a Bible club. It's teaching resources for students, for, for youth ministries in church. We teach about that. The third day, the successful program was a ladies' program called Sabiduria. Window for girls. I want to ask Anita how was her experience with the program for ladies and how many ladies was connecting in this program. When uh, Daniel told me you need to do something for, for the girls, I am afraid of the camera. I don't like to be in the front of the camera. I don't like that. Pero tenía que saltar ahora esa barrera. Y aunque tenía muy poca fe de que iba a pasar, my faith was not too much. Dios nos sorprendió muchísimo. Estaban como 700 ladies was connecting. Y después los programas crecieron mucho. After that, the, the, the programs uh, grow. Por lo menos mil, Thursdays and Thursdays was growing. All the girls in the team was involved. We have one year in the program. We'll keep going for more. So, yeah, let's thank God for that. God is so good. So, you know, when the pandemic hit, Um, you know, we have cameras in our church, and I'm so thankful for our video ministry. Uh, we've, we've had a video ministry, and it's been online. And so when the pandemic hit, we said, well, we're ready to go. We had to keep working at it, and for us there was a challenge. But the challenge that you faced was incredible. It's just a, a big challenge. And can you imagine uh, the, your whole church, your, your whole ministry now, to reach thousands of people is coming through your cell phone? And so he puts up the cell phone, and God has done great, great things. And, and, uh, and we were just uh, encouraged by the hundreds and hundreds of people that have come to Jesus. And, and you have people from all over, the, not just Ecuador, right? Yeah, we're crossing the border. Also, uh, in February was the first time to the camps. Say, well, well, what do we do? Because we came to make camps, real camps. We came to make a digital camp. Say, maybe you are crazy. You, what are you thinking? Yeah, we came to do a, a digital program. Okay, and Mexico Worldwide start the first. Say, okay, they start. We came to see. They make a children camp by Zoom and Internet by Facebook Live. Say, okay, then let's go. Because they, they make a, a program. And we take the music because they make a music, special music for children. And we develop the first children program. In Internet was a camp. We have almost 400 kids there. We have counselors. The counselor was by, uh, by Zoom, more personal. And every day we have uh, incredible programs. In night with games, Pocho from uh, Ecuador, and another guy uh, in Argentina. They lead uh, the night making incredible games. They develop games. <laughs> the people was participate. And we have uh, rewards for the people who, who win. And family was involved. Everybody show, uh, yeah, make decision. The kids and they show. Uh, yeah. So if they trusted Christ, they'd write it on the 
yeah, on a they sign put, and then I, hold up, I trusted Jesus as yeah, my Savior. Yeah, they many, we saw many and many decisions like that say, hey, this is um, unbelievable, this is incredible, but yeah. it works. All through the Zoom meetings and all that, yeah. you know, that's incredible. So yeah, After that, we make also uh, youth, youth ministries and youth camp too. Amen. And, yeah. and the church here was involved because... Uh, the music group Zach, from yeah. the SAC record uh, worship. And we have one day worship in English, and the people love that. And we had three days different music, musicians, and one was from here. From here. That's wonderful, man. Let's thank God for that. What a powerful thing. <laughs> Daniel, you, you told me about the antidote to sin, and you said that that was on your mind. How did you get all the young people? What did they do? You asked them to do something with their phone with the antidote to sin. Yeah, we are not digital born. You know, you understand about that. I don't born in the digital island. You know, our kids maybe, maybe the little ones. They born in the digital days. We are not in the last century. <laughs> you too. <laughs> but, but we try to learn. If we understand, it's not my show. It's not what I show. The key is I find 10, 20, 100 who won't reproduce our, our contenido, con, content. Your program. Yeah, yeah, my program. I want to arrive in incredible ways to spread. And for in this, uh, taking this in mind, we say, if I make a small, a small, a video. video to the sharing the gospel, very small, less to two minutes or three minutes maximum, maybe two is better. Sharing the gospel, you challenge the kid to make the same thing, we, maybe you have a large impact. And finally, we make the first was the antidote, uh, antidote was a three, three steps a statement. First of all, you are a sinner, you are a die. You don't, don't have a Jesus. Second, the antidote is Jesus. Die on the cross is third uh, statement. You need to receive Jesus. And we make the first there. Every every everybody in our team make one and send to our our. All your friends on Facebook. Yeah, and people start to make another. If we put hashtag, you know hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag antidote. You can to see you put antidote. Uh, Ecuador, antidoto, yeah, <laughs> Spanish. You find a lot kids sharing in the kids say this is the antidote. They have incredible ideas, very smart presentation. Not only in Facebook because Facebook for older people, yeah. but they use more uh, Instagram, TikTok, and other uh, platforms. And we get to see this was explosion. After that, we make yeah in different languages too. Kichwa and others, yeah, Warani and others. And we say, okay, we want to make another. We, we make antidote. After that, uh, tell them in three words. Tell the, tell the people in two words, three words. You know, same thing, gospel, gospel. And the kids start to reproduce. We accomplish to our founder, World of Life, yeah. Jack Wilson, say, every generation is responsible to... Rise to bring the gospel to their generation. Yeah, and I came to write to the kids directly, but I want to challenge kids 
to share the gospel to their generation. This Amen. Was you, you know, yeah, let's thank God for that. And, and he's so right. Every generation is responsible to take the gospel to the next generation, to you. And I, and I want to encourage you today. Um, you know, if you're 50 or older, you're a foreigner in the digital land. Like for me, I'm a foreigner. I, I try and, you know, it's like I'm using my left hand. And uh, that's just the way it always will be for me, right? But um, if you're, you're under 40, you're probably way better than I am at it. And if you're, un, if you're in your 20s, you grew up on it. And that's how you live. That's how you work. That's how you operate. And, um, and so the, these means of getting the gospel out are incredible. And so as, as, as they did it, we, we did it here. We, had our, we, we put our message out. We've got people watching from all over the world. There's people from Canada. There's people from all over the country, people that are just joining in. Right now there's a lot of Ecuador people are watching because they know Daniel's with us. Uh, Daniel watches quite often. Yeah, he's got on the phone. I am in the meeting now, in this meeting, in Facebook. Yeah, but you reproduce this video in your Facebook. Yeah. You can imagine how many people is looking. How many people do you have in your Facebook yeah. account? You have here maybe hundred, maybe we have thousand or more. Yeah, give okay. them Jesus. Yeah, I give challenge you yeah. to share. Yesterday I was with a couple there. You introduced me uh-huh. a new couple. He. Arrived to the church, first of all, mm-hmm. in Facebook. He was in the meeting, listened listen to the gospel, and he received the Lord. And now he's in the church. Yeah. It's, it's incredible, but this is the way. You want to share. I challenge you, if you have a Facebook, when you stay here, don't stay in the phone. You stay here. But you want to push the, the Facebook Live and the app say share. You want to share in this moment to your contacts. Everybody in your contacts start to see the service in life in, the, in this same moment. So, so there, God has opened up the world. The gospel is going over the whole world right now. And God has done bigger things in this pandemic than you can imagine. Amen? God is moving in great ways. Now, I want to share with you, we've been in the, in the book of Mark here. We're looking at the remarkable Jesus because what we're talking about here today is Jesus is the only thing that matters. Did you catch that? Jesus is the only thing that matters. The world is up. The world is down. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little hint. There's a lot more down coming. I've read the Bible. I know how it ends. I know what's coming. I don't know exactly what's coming, but I'll tell you, greater, harder days are ahead. And we've got to be able to be prepared for it. We've got to know how to walk with Jesus. And so look what Jesus says here. Uh, last week, Jesus in John, uh, Mark chapter 2, he had called Levi. He called Levi and said, hey, listen, I want you to be my follower. The guy leaves. He, he goes from being a, uh, a thief. He goes from being uh, a person who's, who's ill repute, disrespectful. Um, everything about him, nobody wanted to be around these, these tax collectors. He now becomes a follower of Jesus. Jesus goes and he sits with all the with all these people and they're having a good time. It's Matthew's retirement party, Levi's retirement party. And so he's sitting there and he's having a good time with them. And what happens? The Pharisees come over and see them. And they're like, we can't believe that he eats with those sinners. And look what it continues on here. Mark chapter 2, verse 18, picking up where we left off last week. Now John's disciples... And the Pharisees, the disciples of John and the Pharisees were fasting. 
Then they came to him and asked Jesus, they said to him, how is it that John's disciples, why do the disciples of John of the Pharisees fast, but you do not fast? Why is it that, that we see that the, the followers of John, John, they go fast. So what was happening is they would go on these spiritual fasts and you would, you would have, uh, you would have times where you're not eating because you're thinking about God. And listen, that's a great thing to do, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's a good, practice for a believer, a follower of God to fast. But they said, wait a minute, we see that the Pharisees do it. We see that the, even the followers of John do it. Why don't you? And, uh, and, and Je- Jesus answers in verse 19, Jesus answered and said, how can the guest, how can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. And so Jesus is referring here to something pretty big. He's saying, listen here, he's saying, listen, whenever I'm with you, and he's talking about a wedding. You know, in those days, a wedding would last seven days. And so when you went to a wedding, it wasn't just you went to the wedding and then you went to reception afterwards. You went to a wedding, and then you were seven days in celebration. The Pharisees came up and said, you should fast twice a week. In the Old Testament, it's only required that they were to fast one time a year was on the day of atonement one day of the year was required to fast there were other fasts that were encouraged but only one was by the old testament law the pharisees came up and said we are going to be so spiritual we're going to show you how this is done we're going to fast every monday and every thursday and so when they fasted they would put white all over their face they would uh, dress down. It would be a time of so that everybody would know that they were trying to get God's attention and how spiritual that they were. And so whenever the disciples, whenever they saw these Pharisees, saw the disciples of Jesus eating with the Pharisees, uh, eating with sinners and tax collectors, they looked down on them. And they said, why would that guy, why would that guy, why, why would those people over there, why would they be eating with such people? And on top of that, why aren't they fasting? And Jesus says, as long as the bridegroom is there, there's no need to fast. Even a good Jewish person knew that if you were fasting and you went to a wedding, you didn't have to fast during that day. And so what Jesus is telling us here, he's giving us this big message. And we're, we're going to talk about this. We'll pick this up next week. But I want you to catch this. He says that when Jesus is there, he brings joy. Fasting was something you did in a sorrowful moment. Jesus brings joy, not sadness. And so he says, listen, I'm here with you. Uh, and and he, he, goes, he continues on. He tells me he's going to be leaving soon. It's his first hint of the cross. Like he's in a three-year public ministry. He's earlier on in his public ministry. And he gives us a little hint of the cross. But he says, listen, they'll fast later. Right now, I am with them. And as long as I am with them, they have joy. Jesus brings joy. Would you read that with me? Jesus brings joy, not sadness. See, God is, when when you're walking with God, you will experience his joy. And so Jesus, he, he lets us into this with this analogy of a, of a wedding feast. And, and, and what he says here is basically that Jesus is the bridegroom and we're the bride. And so you're going to see this throughout Scripture. You see this analogy here of the, of the bridegroom. Here, here's the groom, and here's the bride. We, the body of Christ, followers of Jesus, we are his bride. And so he says, listen, there, there's joy in there. And so, you know what, We're, we've lived in a world that's been pretty tough this year. 
And there's been a lot of sadness. You're going to funerals all the time. Uh, uh, many more funerals. You have lost many more people to corona than we have here. You're going through lots and lots of funerals. And, and so, Daniel, how have you guys experienced the joy of Jesus in this hardest year? When, when I'm thinking about the joy, it's sometimes in my heart it's, 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 it's a battle. Because I say the people is suffering, some people is lost work, uh, they are necessities, some people is sick, and sometimes because the corona, another normal people uh, have sick cancer or another sickness, and but this is around, and like a ministry, minister, sometimes you need to say something. Yeah, I was asking God, what I, what I tell them. Because I want to, to tell a good word, uh, a word who wants to challenge them or maybe heal their problems. But I know I don't have this capacity. It's not. In this moment, uh, the joy of the Lord coming to my mind, I think, okay, in Nehemiah, you know, the joy of the Lord is your Nehemiah, strength. Nehemiah, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay. But in, in John 15, when he's talking about to the, we are the branch in the tree, we have the blood, not the blood, the trees have a, The life, the life. sap, the sap. He's saying, yeah. when Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. You keep in the, in the tree, you have enriched. To this joy is coming, coming through him to me. It's his choice, not mine. Mm. In my joy is completely, this say in verse 11. This is incredible because I understood to my words is not necessary. It's necessary to share what Jesus can to be the joy, produce joy in every situation in your life, in my life, in the lives of people who is suffering or his problems and troubles. The Lord produced the joy. The joy is different to the world. The world, uh, no happiness. Happiness promoted for this world is is not real because when you are in real trouble, the happiness you can to laugh, like uh, the world say. You know, the the world try to move, um, show this, but sometimes inside it's not. It's like a, you know, to the to the clouds. Clowns, no? Like to the clown. Yeah, the False clown. joy. Uh, yeah. But inside is, is sadness. But the, the, I, I came to know, I know the Lord produced something different. Yeah, I saw this in many families now who was travel, in travel. Some families was crossing the corona. It was in victory. I had two. Was was in intensive care last three weeks ago. We was crossing. There was two. But now they recover the health, and we are enjoyed. But others no. But in every case, God was producing joy. I want to ask Anita how was this experience through this last year. Well, las circunstancias parecen tan oscuras. The circumstances sometimes are dark. Y nosotros queremos tener el control. But sometimes we can't keep going with the control. Mi Priscila se graduaba en mayo del año pasado. Our daughter Priscila was graduate uh, last May. Compramos el pasaje, teníamos nuestros planes, todo. We have friends in Cedarville, Ohio. 
Pero el Señor dijo no. Al mismo tiempo estaba mi nuera embarazada. Mi pensábamos, venimos a ver a Priscila y vamos a Priscila y vamos a México porque mi hijo vive en México. Pero se cerró fronteras, the, se cerró todo. The borders, everything was close. Así que me hizo recordar que nosotros no dependemos de las I circunstancias. Sino que Dios tiene control God de las circunstancias. Y mi gozo puede venir a My joy came to become in this En medio moment. de la pandemia, in nació mi nieta. Pandemic, my Granddaughter born. Priscila se graduó, lloramos. Priscila was uh, graduate. We saw in the internet. We cry. Pero ahora Dios nos está regalando el poder ir a verle. The opportunity to be here next week. Priscila stay in the college again because the college called then and she received a diploma in person and will be there. They're going to get to see her, isn't that cool? So they're actually going to get to see it this year. God. Change, change. Sometimes we are going in the valley, in the valley to the sadness, in the valley to the, to the painful, but God produced something in our heart to cross in these moments. I want to encourage you to find joy in Jesus in the valley. Sometimes when we're on the mountain, we're getting that joy not even from Jesus. We're getting it because we feel so happy. God says in the valley, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not leave you. I will be with you always. And I want to encourage you folks, joy, like he said, is not a happy feeling. It's something deep. It's much deeper than this happiness and change of circumstance. It, it is the joy that comes from him. And you only get it remaining connected to him. Jesus told those, those Pharisees there that day, no, 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 no need for sorrow when I'm here. And listen, Jesus is with you every day. Oh, there's a lot of pain, folks. We are experiencing much pain and much sorrow. But I want you to know that God is with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he promises you, I love that verse, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Let's close in prayer. With our heads bowed and eyes closed this morning, if you, maybe you're saying, well, Pastor Ken, I want the joy of the Lord. I, this has been a hard life. I want to give you the joy of the Lord this morning. It comes from a relationship with Jesus. He died on the cross. He paid for your sin, and he came back to life again for you. And I want, I want to give you that opportunity this morning. He says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved from the punishment of their sin. And I want to invite you today to turn to Jesus and trust Him. That He died on the cross, that He paid for your sin, that He rose again. That is the antidote for the sin. The greatest sacrifice ever so that you may have eternal life. So whether you're in the building today or online this morning... Would you just call upon the name of the Lord and just pray something like this? Dear Jesus, I need you. You died on the cross and you paid for my sin. You raised to life again. And God, I trust you right here, right now. I give you my heart. I give you my soul. 
God, I need your joy in my life. And for others today, maybe you've been carrying some burdens. And the burdens are heavy. They are so heavy, folks. I want to I take you to Jesus. Don't carry them. He'll carry them for you. Oh, there's things that your mind can't comprehend. There's things that are overwhelming. Uh, circumstances of life that just defeat us. God says, I've come that you might have the victory in him. That you might have his joy. So today I want to encourage you folks. Let's get the joy of Jesus. Call on him. If you're a follower of Jesus this morning, call on him and say, God, help me to refocus. Lord, help me to be connected to the vine. Lord, let me stay in touch with you. Grow this joy in my life that only comes from knowing you. Father God, we just lift up each one to you today, Lord. We thank you for our missionaries from Ecuador. We thank you for our church family. We thank you for the great things that you're doing here and around the globe. Lord, as we proclaim your name, we proclaim your gospel, your good news, it's loud and clear here, and it's going out through, through all means that you have, you have assembled. Lord, you put the Internet into place. You put these cell phones in our pockets. You gave us all this technology. Lord, let us use it for your honor and glory. May people come to know you on cell phones, on iPads, on TVs, on YouTubes, and in every form of the gospel, Lord. May they come to know it not by Pastor Ken's message, but by each message of each person, Lord, each one of your followers. May they go on and make their own little story of the antidote of what Jesus has done. God, use what we have heard today to motivate us and transform our life for that, to, to, that we may surrender, Lord, to the powerful name of Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Who is sin up? We're going to sing together.
God we serve. Amen. God is so good. Hey, before we close today, I just want to share with you, I want to thank God. Let this dark room in silence fuel imagination. Tonight, the stars shine bright and spell my name. chill blows away and bonfire fire warms my heart under the night sky I'm drifting off in the deep of the valley your presence surrounds me the crickets sing and trees ring and I want to let you know